This is episode 495 of the Prepper Website Podcast, where I connect you with resources that will help you live a more self-reliant life so you can love your people, get prepared, and live free. Today's article, The Ten Commandments of Frugal Living. Hey, I'm Todd Sepulveda, the editor of PrepperWebsite.com. This podcast is an audible version with some commentary of articles that have been posted on Prepper Website, a daily curation of preparedness information. These articles are some of the best of the best that have been recently posted on PrepperWebsite.com. All article links and show information can be found on the PrepperWebsitePodcast.com. Hey everyone, this episode is sponsored by Audible. Now, Audible Books allows you to listen to the best books when you are on the go. Now, I love to listen to podcasts and audiobooks while I stay busy doing other things. And just like my podcast app, the Audible app makes it really easy to manage your audiobooks and pick up where you left off. Right now, they are offering five free audiobook downloads when you join Audible for a trial period. Now, that's an awesome deal. Now, I want to tell you that they also run other deals from time to time. Like today, I received an email that they were running $2, a $2.95 deal, right? So if you if you wind up going past the trial period, you don't have to. You can cancel your trial period and you still get your five free downloads, right? But if you continue on, I think it's like $16. They they charge me $16 a month and it's one, you get one credit so you can buy one book a month. Now, if you've ever bought an audiobook, that's very worth it because they're usually somewhere around $19, $20. So if you wind up buying two audiobooks in one month. I mean, it pays for itself. The cool thing is that when you, if you don't use your credit for the month, it accumulates, right? So you get to save it up. I think they'll let you save up about six before you start getting an email and saying, hey, you got to use your credits or whatever. But today I got an email that there was a $2.95, well, starting at $2.95. So I'm like, wow, that's a, that's a great deal. So if I was to go and find a book that I really wanted, I wouldn't use my credit because my credit to me is worth at least $16, $17. I would, I would just spend you know, uh, regular money, you use my credit card for a $2.95 book. So I'm scrolling around on the, on the books that are uh, on sale and there's a lot. I mean, there's all different kinds of books from all kinds of genres. But then I found one uh, from John Maxwell, The 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership. Now, I've read that book before. I think I've read it a couple of times, actually. And I've been a big fan of John Maxwell in the past. So when I saw the book for $3.95, I was like, whoa, wait a minute. That's a big, that's a great deal. And so, you know, from time to time, I like to, you know, up my game in my leadership, you know, Prepper website and the, the podcast is not all that I do. And so, man, I thought that was a great deal. So I went ahead and bought it. So you get all these these perks, right, that you get from being on Amazon Audible. And so just want to throw it out there because sometimes, you know, I listen to podcasts. I have a, a ton of podcasts that I listen to. And sometimes they do get redundant in, in the topics that keep coming out. I try to keep that, uh, you know, top of mind when I'm doing this podcast. So I like to throw out a bunch of different topics because that way it, it's, it tries, it's at least it stays fresh, right? And so if you, uh, on Monday, if it's a, you know, a topic that you don't necessarily want to, uh, or you care about, fine. Well, Tuesday might be one that you want to listen to. So I, I try to be very, 
cognizant of that and try to bring topics from different areas of preparedness when I do my podcast. But a lot of the podcasts that are out there, especially the ones that are just one time a week or even, you know, once every two weeks, you know, sometimes their topics are the same topic over and over again. So that's why I like going to Audible because I can listen to books on a specific topic or if we're, you know, going through a book study or whatever, I can just bring that up and I can listen to it and it makes a big difference. And I really, really love it when the author, the the, the person who wrote the book actually reads the book. And so uh, that's a big, a big plus. So right now is the perfect time to get into Audible if you aren't. Uh, you get, like I said, you get those free uh, five free downloads, and uh, you get to keep those regardless if you move forward with uh, with the trial period or not. So uh, if you want to do that, there's a link in the show notes, or you can go to theprepperwebsitepodcast.com forward slash Audible, and that will get you the link to go to Audible and get the you know get that deal there. Uh, and I don't know how long that'll be. Usually the deal is only two free downloads. But this one is giving you five. So definitely the time to go ahead and sign up. All right, guys. So my voice is a little scratchy. been doing a lot of talking this Thursday evening, uh, you know, and so moving in to this podcast, I know it's going to get a little scratchy. And uh, I, I noticed it last night when I was editing uh, the Thursday podcast, I was like, man, I can I could hear my voice getting scratchier and scratchier as I was going. And so I really feel that right now. Um, the allergies and the sinus pressure and the swings in temperature, man, I'm just telling you, it's it's doing me in. And I know, I, again, I know some of you guys are up north and you're like, Todd, we'd love to have your weather. But uh, I just, you know, it, I guess it's uh, different differences in, in the way that it affects people or whatever. I'm getting really tired of the of the, of the sinus pressure and uh, definitely the the voice here. So um, I'm trying to drink drink some water and keep myself hydrated, and hopefully that will help as I go through the podcast today. Um, so this podcast episode, the article is the Ten Commandments of Frugal Living, and it's actually coming from my personal website edthatmatters.com, but it wasn't written by me. It was written by a friend of mine, PJ Graves. PJ and I go way back in preparedness. PJ uh, is a Christian, has written articles for me and uh, in the in the past, and so I just really appreciate the insight that PJ shares. And so when I received the email, you know, that, hey, I have another article for you, you know, are you interested in, in doing it? I was like, yeah, yeah, send it on, on over because there was, it's always good stuff. And uh, like I said, you know, PJ is a, is a believer. And so we have that in common, uh, a believer and also a prepper. And uh, we have some great email conversations that go back and forth. And so uh, I'm glad to share this article. It's uh, the Ten Commandments of Frugal Living, and uh, it was popular on Prepper website. And I'm hoping that it's going to be popular with you too, because uh, a lot of good information. So let me go ahead and stop yapping. Let me go ahead and get right into this. Uh, like I said, the Ten Commandments of Frugal Living coming to you from edthatmatters.com. Frugal Living number one: Always tithe with a cheerful heart. Honor the Lord God with a portion of every amount you earn and do so with a cheerful heart. This is placed at number one in the list because it's important to acknowledge where all your provision comes from in the first place. 
It is God who shares his bounty with you and who gives you the power to gain wealth. Deuteronomy 8.18 Show that you honor him and are obedient to him by being consistent in your giving. You may not be able to afford a full one-tenth of your gross income as your tithe amount, but give of your time, material wealth, and money the amount you can give and do so unbegrudgingly. It is better to give a smaller amount cheerfully and not go into debt or miss paying a bill. This kind of mismanagement of God's blessing on you does not honor him, but do give consistently with a happy heart being right with the Lord. Number two, frugal living number two is get completely out of debt. Now, all debt is slavery of a kind, and it's your debtor who controls you because of the debt. Too much debt shows poor money management and is the leading cause of divorce in America. It is the cause of untold human misery and the impetus for for much sin. Getting out of debt means taking personal responsibility for your debts and devising a plan to pay them all off. Dave Ramsey has popularized the use of the debt snowball technique in paying down your debts. Start with the smallest ones first and accrue the highest interest rates and or penalty fees. Once you pay those off, roll over that amount and begin paying off the next debt. Getting out of debt may mean you take a second job or earn extra income on the side in order to pay down your debt. But you must first commit to doing whatever is necessary to get yourself out of debt. Educate yourself on how to manage your money better so you never go back into debt again. Money mastery is part of growing up and being an adult. By taking responsibility and going through the process of paying off all your debts, you practice money self-discipline. Once you are debt-free, commit to staying debt-free and learn better money management with an eye towards financial freedom. All right, so uh, let me just stop here really quick. I've talked about this uh, a lot on the podcast. I've written about it as well. Being debt-free gives you options, right? So let's say you, you're you tired of your job and you're ready to make a move into a job that maybe has a little bit less responsibilities or maybe it's a dream job that you've wanted before in the past, but it maybe it pays just a little bit less. If you are tied to a job because you have to pay the bills and you have to have that amount, you're, you're living paycheck to paycheck, Man, that is, you are feeling like you're a slave, like there's no way out, like you're stuck. And that's one of the worst feelings that you can have. But having options is powerful, right? And then not having that stress, living paycheck to paycheck can be terrible. Now, I'm going to disagree with PJ here just a, a little bit. I think Dave Ramsey's snowball is you take the smallest debt and you go from there regardless of the interest rate. Uh, I think PJ was saying here that you would take the the highest interest rates, the smallest and the highest interest rates and go from there. Uh, I think Dave says just take the smallest one and go from there. Even if there's higher interest rates further down the road, you just want to start with the smallest one and start paying that off because you want to feel the momentum of getting them taken care of. So um, maybe PJ didn't mean it that way. I, I don't know. Uh, I just, that's the way I'm kind of reading it there. But you want to start with the smallest one and move forward from there. And you want to just get debt free. It's the greatest feeling 
you know, when, when you're able to write that final check for your vehicle. And uh, I haven't paid off my house yet, but that's one of the ones that we're working on. And I can just imagine what that does. And that just frees you up. You have so many options there. There is another article here if you're interested in finding out some more information about this. It's called Position Yourself for Financial SHTF, Practical Steps for Paying Down Debt and Saving Money. All right, so moving on, Frugal Living Commandment number three, save for a rainy day. Accidents and emergencies happen and they usually happen at the worst times. Most Americans are not prepared for these eventualities and do not have an emergency fund for things like job loss, major car or appliance repairs, home-related repairs, medical bills, and or helping others with immediate needs. In fact, most Americans live paycheck to paycheck. This means they are one financial disaster away from massive financial stress or worse, homelessness. Without a cushion of cash, to use for such emergencies, one will quickly go into debt and rob Peter to pay Paul, creating a domino effect that ripples throughout all future earnings. Therefore, it is prudent to always save for these eventual certainties. Get into the habit of setting aside the largest amount you can reasonably afford into your regular savings. Even if that amount can only be $10 a week, set it aside for an emergency fund. Now, it may be prudent to earn extra income just to save for this purpose. Practice money self-discipline and do not touch your rainy day fund unless you have a real emergency. Don't rob from yourself. Financial experts suggest one should have at minimum at least $1,000 in an emergency fund, while others suggest saving six months to a full year's worth of earnings. Start by setting smaller goals of saving $100, then $250, $500, $1,000, and eventually one year's net income. So there are some related links here uh, over at Prepper website uh, for saving and then savings. You know, one of the things PJ mentioned here was, you know, possibly having uh, extra income, finding extra income. And that's one reason why I've always pushed having that side gig, right? Or that micro biz. I mean, that would be perfect to bring in more money to your household, to be able to pay down debt, to build an emergency fund, and to you know add to your preparedness. And I've talked a lot about that in the past. And uh, I'm going to link, if you, if you haven't listened to that episode, maybe you're new and uh, welcome if you're new to listening to the podcast. I'm going to link to the episode where I talked about building a micro biz. And I think it's so important and it really everybody is good at something and there is something that you do that people would be willing to pay money. And yes, that means working hard. That means you come home and you don't necessarily veg out in front of, front of the TV. But you you are building financial preparedness into your family. And so uh, I'll link to that in the show notes. I'm going to find that and link to it. And then you can uh, listen to it if you'd like. All right. So frugal living commandment number four is learn practical skills. In our modern culture, we are used to hiring others to repair our vital possessions, such as our homes, automobiles, and major appliances. In our grandparents' and great-grandparents' day, this would have been nearly unthinkable. Most able-bodied men during the Great Depression knew how to fix cars, repair household plumbing, and even build their own homes. While it is not always possible to do major repairs, one should endeavor to learn a host of smaller, practical skills that can save you tons of money. For example, 
Learn how to do a basic oil change and tune-up instead of paying others to do it. Also, learn to make simple sewing repairs by hand and on a sewing machine. Cooking from scratch is one of the ways you can truly lower your grocery bills and eat healthier. The American diet is too full of prepared foods that cost way too much and are of dubious nutrition. It doesn't take much time or effort to prepare foods from scratch and store them ahead of time for your weekly meals. If all you do is learn to bake your own bread, this alone can save you more than 150 or more a year. Compare the cost of homemade bread, usually pennies, to the store-bought $2 to $5 a loaf. Now, other vital practical skills you should learn include basic first aid, growing your own vegetables, and simple home repairs. Once you have mastered these, move on to more advanced practical skills such as gardening, food preservation, making clothes, quilting, repairing small appliances, shoe repair, leather craft, upholstery, and restoring old furniture. Many of the more advanced practical skills start as hobbies and may end up helping you earn extra income or be a full-time career. Frugal Living Commandment number 5. Use it up, wear it out, make do. Too many of us simply throw things away when they break down or have outlived what we consider their usefulness. We tend to throw things away and buy new for convenience alone. This attitude has turned us into a profligate people. Did you ever think that it is this mentality that has really ushered in the era of poorly made cheaper goods? If we took the time to repair a toaster, we would demonstrate to manufacturers that we value quality instead of simply buying the cheapest made item. When your blue jeans are wearing out at the knees, patch them. Let your children wear the hand-me-down clothes from the older siblings and those clothes bought on sale or at a thrift store. Children should only be clothed in thrift store clothes anyway. They should be encouraged to be out playing in their clothes so hard they wear out sooner. Man, that would be hard for a lot of, you know, first-time parents, second-time parents, whatever. To, to I'm not putting my kids in thrift store clothes, but how if you think about it, I mean, how true is it? They go through clothes so fast. Those of you that are parents, I'm sure you've gone through this, where you buy a pair of shoes and then, you know, especially like dress shoes, they use them once and then they use them, you know, two or three months down the road. They can't get into it because they're just, they've grown so fast. So man, yeah, I mean, that kind of makes sense, right? All right, so, but again, there's that stigma. People have a problem with it, but it just makes sense. All right, so let's go ahead and continue on. Frugal living commandment number six. Look for it first at a thrift store or garage sale. Americans spend far too much money on things like sporting goods, tools, and hobby equipment they quickly grow tired of. While this habit makes retailers very happy, one can usually find all the equipment at thrift stores or garage sales. For example, why are you paying for new camping equipment if you rarely go camping? Buy used equipment first to see if you even like an activity. Additionally, there are hundreds of items used around the average household that can be found at thrift stores or garage sales. Why spend several hundred dollars for the chef quality saucepan when you can buy an entire set of Revere wear for a fraction of the price at a thrift store? Getting into the habit of looking for these items first at thrift stores and garage sales can literally save you thousands of dollars that can be used for more important purchases, help you get out of debt, and beef up your rainy day fund. Hey guys, recently I went to a thrift store because I was looking for, uh, I have a review to do 
on on a stove that was sent to me, and um, I don't I didn't want to use my own uh, pots in the kitchen, right? So I'm like I'm gonna go use uh, get a pot because it's gonna be directly on the fire, and and uh, I don't know how it's gonna react or whatever. So I went to go find a pot that you know I could just use for a couple of bucks, and I found one for three dollars. man, it is a sturdy pot. It was clean. There was no damage to it. And I'm like, man, there is nothing wrong with this pot. I'm just amazed that that it's just here in the thrift store. And so, you know, those types of things happen. There are things that are out there that you can you can find and you can find some really great deals. I know Brian, I know I've mentioned this before. I might have even already mentioned it this week. Brian over on the Facebook group is always finding cool stuff. Uh, at, at thrift stores. I don't know what thrift stores he goes to, man, but he's always finding cool, cool stuff. And so definitely there's always something there uh, that you can find that you, you would want to take home. I can guarantee you if you went to a thrift store and you looked around, I bet you there would be something there that you could that you could, you know, justify taking home. All right. So frugal living commandment number seven, plant a garden. Learning to grow your own food is in itself a very rewarding activity and one young people should be encouraged to pursue. The benefits of learning this skill are manifold, including ensuring the quality of your own food, not cultivating GMO plants or using toxic chemicals on them. Additionally, with the cost of food going higher each year and real wages not keeping up, learning to grow most of your own food can literally be a lifesaver. Now just ask the people in Venezuela if this isn't true. When Venezuela's socialist government-managed economy collapsed, the grocery stores quickly emptied and fresh deliveries of groceries became erratic. Soon, people began to starve because they had not prepared and put any food away in their home larders. Dogs, cats, and birds began disappearing from neighborhoods because they were being eaten as food. During the emerging crisis, the government finally issued seeds to citizens and asked them to plant gardens and grow food. But learning to garden is not as easy as simply planting a few seeds. It is important to begin, yes, but it's equally as important to begin with some knowledge of what you are doing. Go to the library and check out books about basic gardening. Take a beginner's gardening course from your local county agricultural extension. There are many questions you need to be able to answer. Do you know which USDA gardening zone you live in? Will you be growing your seeds to seedlings and then transplanting them outside? Or will you buy seedlings from a garden center? Will you be growing your garden in your own dirt, in the ground, or in containers? Educate yourself on the best soil composition to grow each type of food plant. You need to know how deep to plant a seed because not all plants are the same. You need to know when to start to grow your seedlings outdoors so your plants won't freeze. You need to know about the most common pests that will try to devour your plants and how to deal with them. You need to know how much to water your plants so you don't overwater them. These are just a few important details to master, and they are each critical to your success as a gardener. Keep a gardening journal each year you grow a garden. This will help you recall what you did and to judge the result so you can improve. Once you master these skills and begin to improve your harvest over time, you will become proficient at growing your own food. And there's another link here that you might be interested in checking out. If you're interested in gardening, it's called the Gardening Link Bomb. And there are just uh, links and links of gardening advice that you can go to. And so it's uh, one that I put together a while back. All right, frugal living commandment number eight, preserve the harvest. 
Equally important to learning to grow your own food is learning how to preserve what you grow. Some people prefer to learn how to can vegetables they purchase from a local farmer's market, and many proficient gardeners will su supplement their home food stores this way. There are several methods to preserve food, including dehydrating meats, fruits, and vegetables. Another method is dry canning, which preserves dry foods only, such as flour, grains, cereals, crackers, etc. This method uses sterilized canning jars, lids, and a special sealer cap that allows you to use a vacuum sealer to suck the air out of the jar, thus preserving the contents. Another common method is the water bath canning method. This method is best for many garden vegetables and orchard fruits. Once the sterilized jars are full of what you wish to preserve, you seal them with sterilized lids and place them in a pot of hot water. This water bath helps kill any lingering bacteria inside your jars, preserving the contents. Pressure cooker canning is also recommended for food preservation, especially meat, cheese, and butter. Learning to preserve food can be a major component of saving money on your grocery bill. Frugal Living Commandment number 9. Buy in bulk. It is not always possible to buy in large amounts, but if you get control over your finances and master your money, it is prudent to buy bulk quantities of your most used household items, especially when these items go on sale. For example, if you learn to bake your own bread, it would be wise to buy flour when it goes on sale and buy several bags, which can be stored in the freezer until you need it. You should do the same with fresh meats when they go on sale. Now, by the way, it is a good idea to have a standalone freezer just for this purpose. Stock up on canned fruits and vegetables, canned meats, coffee and tea, and basics like flour, sugar, honey, powdered milk, baking powder, and baking soda. But don't stop there. Stock up on items such as toilet paper, toothpaste, mouthwash, toothbrushes, shampoo, soap, deodorant, laundry detergent, dishwashing detergent, etc. Keep track of how much of these items you use every month and determine to store a year's worth. Start small and build up your stores as you go. Once you reach this goal, simply rotate through your storage goods and replace only what you use. This will decrease your grocery bill dramatically. If you manage your mon money well, you will be able to afford to buy in bulk, save money against future price increases, and build up your own food and dry goods larder. Doing this will give you peace of mind in being prepared should an emergency happen, such as loss of income. Many newly unemployed people can barely cover their rent with their unemployment insurance checks. How much easier it would be if you already have stored a year's worth of food and commonly used toiletries. Buying in bulk saves your pocketbook from future price increases and prepares you for an emergency. If you can get several friends or family members to buy in bulk with you, you can negotiate a large discount from the supplier. This is another great way to make your money go further. Now, Frugal Living Commandment number 10. Pay ahead on bills. Now, this is the final item on the list because while not absolutely necessary to do, it is one of those things that can pay you dividends should you find yourself in an emergency situation. Paying ahead on bills is something one should do only after one gets caught up with bills and retires all debts. Once you are out of debt and have saved at least the minimum suggested rainy day fund, $2,000, you may consider paying ahead on your bills. The best bill to pay ahead on, of course, is your mortgage. If you buy a house, it is important that you pay off your mortgage as soon as possible. The reason for this is to save on the interest charges and fees. 
One common approach is to pay bi-monthly and have the second payment go towards paying down the principal amount, which lessens the interest amount, saving homeowners thousands of dollars. Owning your dwelling as quickly as possible will also free up that monthly payment to go towards anything else you need. Since it is typically the largest monthly outlay in people's budgets, paying off your home mortgage early can literally help you become financially free. So if you own a house, pay ahead on the mortgage first, then consider paying ahead on the utilities. Even an extra $10 or $20 a month on your electric, gas, and internet bills can help you greatly, especially if you lose your income for any reason. Now try to pay ahead and stay ahead at least two to six months. Every month you are ahead on the utility bills while also garnering you a break should you ever need one when negotiating with a utility company. Who do you think they would be more willing to work with on a payment plan but the person who has a history of always paying their bill on time plus paying ahead on their bill? Now, I hope you can see implementing these 10 commandments of frugal living will help you not only learn to master your money, but also learn to live life with less stress around your personal finances and help pay the way towards financial freedom. All right. So again, that's PJ uh, doing doing this article. Thanks so much, PJ. And a lot of good advice here. And it's a lot of it is common sense when you really get down to it. But sometimes we forget. And sometimes we get off of the the journey, right? Or or the goal. It's so easy when you come home and you might be tired and you got to cook and and you re, you know, it's like, man, it's just easier to order a pizza or whatever to do that. And you know, if you have the money to do that, fine, but if you're trying to save money, if you're trying to get out of debt, that's one of those things that I mean, it's you know, well, it's like one step forward, two steps backwards, those types of things. So if you find yourself doing that, like if you find yourself coming home and you're just dead tired and you don't want to cook, maybe you you plan ahead. Maybe on the weekend you do some meal prep. Uh, you know, I have a couple of friends on Facebook that they do that. They meal prep on the on the weekends and they just put everything there. It's just ready to go. So they just got to heat it up for their family and in, in, uh, to serve dinner. And that way they get to eat at a reasonable time and kids get to go to bed on time and all that kind of stuff. So uh, that would be one of those ways you find a solution to the problem so you don't give in as easily when, when stuff like that happens. But a lot of this stuff is common sense. We just have to apply it. And But uh, the big one is getting out of debt and living frugally is one of those keys to, to help you to move forward. And it pays off big time later on down the road. So guys, that's going to be over at Ed That Matters. Like always, I'm going to link to it in the show notes if you want to go check it out. And like I said, I link to a lot of other articles there that uh, that will bounce off of those frugal commandments if you're interested in that. Maybe you find yourself in that situation. Maybe that's been one of your goals for the new year is to you know get financially free and uh, start living more frugally. And you can do that. And by the way, there is a page over at Prepper website called Frugal Living. And so if you do that on the right-hand corner, you do the little drop-down menu, you can go to that as well as 
the firearms page and the alternate alternative news hub and uh you know the all the other diy pages you know i got i just got a lot of great stuff over there so uh you know as i'm getting ready to close this out i'll and it's the weekend going into the weekend if you're looking for more preparedness information definitely want to go over to prepper website and we link you know this podcast is five days a week but prepper website is seven days a week and we are linking to the best preparedness content every single day. And uh, you can go and check it out. There's always something good. And like I said, those other those other pages are update. They actually update throughout the day because there, it's automatic. So if you are into alternative news, you have that. And it is on one page. You can get a lot of information. If you're into conspiracy theories or firearms or DIY, you have pages for all of that. And so, like I said, they update automatically. There's no way that I could do that all on my own with with the stuff, you know, having a job and and, and stuff like that. So, you know, it's it's done automatically, but it's coming from websites that you can get some really good information. I just didn't throw any website up there. And so if you haven't taken a look at that, if you get a chance to go to Prepper website this weekend, go check that out. Go check out those other those other pages. Uh, I, I think it's very, very valuable to uh, be able to have those to access really, really quickly. Well, everyone, that is it for episode 495. Thanks so much for hanging out with me on this episode. Hey, don't forget to subscribe to the show if you haven't already. You can head on over to theprepperwebsitepodcast.com and we have links to all the the popular you know uh, feeds, right? So iTunes, Google Play, uh, Stitcher, TuneIn, they're all there to make it really easy. So whatever your podcast catcher of choice is, it's really easy to connect to the, to the podcast, right? So uh, you can go over there and that way you never miss another episode of Sweet Prepper Goodness. And take a moment to connect with me as well. I have a ton of ways to connect in the show notes. And with that, choose to live a more self-reliant life. Choose not to be so dependent on the government, grid, or the grind. Until next week, stay prepped and aware. Peace.